Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Hey, welcome back to part two. Dina is with us again. And one of the things that I would like to bring out is, is the fact of our stories of self-love and the uniqueness that, uh, you know, Missy Lee uh, TBD uh, or campground TBD publishing is doing is another anthology. And so all these authors are coming together. And so I really want to encourage our listeners to pick up this book when it's released, because you're going to have 30 plus different perspectives on what self-love is. And, you know, Dina, welcome back to the show again. And one of the things, again, it's uh, we've had an offline conversation, which I should have been online, you know, one <laughs> of those uh, president bloopers, the microphone was left on uh, moment here. What is it that you found about self-love again? Re- repeat that statement you told me that about your self-love and, and you writing this chapter. Oh, yes. That me committing to writing this chapter in itself was an act of self-love. I like that statement. What is it about writing? Um, is about self-love. Well, it's been about, I was in a place of avoidance and like running away from it and being like later, 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 later. Yeah, I know I got to write. Yeah, I know I got to write. But like saying like, yes, like to writing this and actually committing to it and sitting down and following through and working with missy and and saying yes really is like it's saying yes to myself that that i'm worthy of having words in this book that like that my story could be something that could be beneficial to others and you know it's like really a place of um a self-acknowledgement really that my words have power and alongside of so many other people that probably have a lot more experience writing and such a different, you know, coming from different backgrounds. And so there's that kind of like, I can be whoever I want. And right now I'm choosing to be a writer who's going to be published alongside many other wonderful, amazing people. So what do you think about that? What do you, you know? Think about? It's about you. <laughs> writing is, is a healing process. You know, it is a form of self-love because oftentimes we're either beating ourselves up over the what should have, could have had a, if only just choices and decisions. And then, like you said, in the earlier podcast, we hold on to all this junk that it becomes, uh, we become atlases carrying the whole weight of the world and it's interesting because you can, uh, I, I watch how people walk in the malls or, or, or parking lots or whatever. And majority of them are walking with their heads down, pointing to the ground. 
And it yeah. makes me wonder how much are you having the weight of the shoulder on you? And so writing is a form of expression. It's a detox. Uh, just much as, as uh, supplements and, and liver detoxes or even fasting. In fact, I'm on a fast right now. I'm on a 48-hour fast to reset myself. The, the longest I've gone is 60. Uh, I want to go to a 72 because it resets the entire body. And that's wow. a form of self-love too. So fasting within this next 48 hours for me is important because it resets my body. It resets the cycle. And in the fasting that I do, it's strictly water-based. Uh, no coffee, no tea, no uh, protein shakes. It's strictly dealing with water uh, to flush out and get rid of the toxins to reset myself. So writing does the same thing. Writing is able to flush out of your mind how you're feeling onto paper. So here you are in this journey and it's becoming self-love for you. What did you find or, or just by writing this, what did you discover? Well, I rediscovered that there was so much about me that so like brave and like how much I've overcome in my life. And like, for example, see, like I had this, um, this little part about, you know, taking the time, like seeing the toll of not taking the time to honor myself mm. is like a defiant, like an a defiant child who doesn't like to be told what to do it's like no no like, <laughs> like and i like i was able to kind of see that like that part of me that was like running away from myself was just like really avoiding truly seeing myself and just by doing this writing i was able to show myself something that i that i was like oh like I've been running away from myself in a way and now just taking a moment to do this writing, I was able to look back on parts of my life and be like, wow, Gina, you're doing amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you so hard on yourself? <laughs> right. Yeah, so there was that piece of like, seeing like how I was operating in the world and also taking me back to some moments and revisiting like what I was like after a car accident, the impact on that. So uh, just seeing myself through in a way, like the lens of my higher self. You know, that's interesting what you're saying here, a lens to my higher self. You know, some people are afraid to, to write because they're fearful of these memories coming back again did you have any of that experience as you was writing some of the memories that were coming back? And if so, did that impact you in any way? Well, the, some of the memories that were coming back were from when I had a car accident uh, and the memories of when I was a child with a tutor. And I was like, but it wasn't hard for me to write about it because it was just more like, oh, like, am I writing what really happened or what I remember happening? So it was almost like this opportunity to 
write this story in a way that was loving to myself and compassionate because a lot of the details were like, hey, my mom sent me to a writing tutor to help me get better at writing. And I created a story that I really sucked at writing. Interesting. But it was just, she was just trying to help me do better in school. And there was before the days that they had such words as neurodivergent. Mm. And so new memories of like singing Annie and with the tutor came back up. So it was like actually wound up like the memories were actually like revisited with joy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and some of these things are pleasant, you know, and it's, um, I can look back on some of my, my things and I see trauma in, in some of my past, but yet there are some good memories that have popped up and in writing my own story, I called it, uh, the dragon's gold is my chapter. And, uh, I, I don't want to give too much away about, uh, the, the whole storyline behind the dragon's gold, but just assigning a name to something is very important to identify with and to draw that out. And, uh, you know, there is that scuffle I had with my mom, uh, in the fact that, uh, it just, uh, it was attacking, sort of speak. And so to, to draw out this, this, uh, junk per se, it's how do I combat it? And I think writing helps a lot with combating our old memories that sometimes can become eluded with the negativity that if we look for the positive in these stories, there's so much more that we can draw out in those positivities. What, do you, what are your thoughts? I totally agree with you. Um, and, you know, I, I'm really kind of curious about like the dragon and hearing more about the dragon. I feel like a lot of times these stories are, it's almost like if we can look at them as like, we're like the main character in our own movie. And these pieces of our life that these stories come out where there's like, you know, discord and drama and toxicity. It's like looking at how did we deal with them and how did we conquer them and how did we thrive and who came to be with us and how did we come to be with ourselves and like how can you choose to look at you know the opportunity of self-love from those moments and those situations that's what you make me think of when i hear about it it's like like looking at like oh wow like each moment each time like i can learn from myself how i want to come uh, be with this person or not or choose to walk away you know a lot of times we call it uh, wet therapy uh wet doesn't mean i'm gonna throw a bunch of water on you and there you've been therapized uh it's it's nothing like that wet stands for written expressive therapy and a lot of times when I work with some clients who have had some severe trauma, I ask them to write it in third person sometimes. To, not to disassociate, but more to draw out exposure. So it's like if you have a, a, a fear of snakes, well, I'm going to start off with a baby worm. And then mm -hmm. we're going to move into a stuffed snake. 
And then we're going to move into probably a little bit more baby steps till we get to a live snake and you're able to start. So it's that exposure to look at uh, that piece of it. So when I think about writing and the reason why I wrote Dragon's Gold was to identify outside of myself as what I'm combating. You know, oftentimes, uh, you know, we think dragons, uh, the medieval times, well, you know, there you, you, you go fight the dragon to save the damsel in distress. What if there aren't any more damsels in distress anymore? Because you're all our, uh, she woman's, you know, Amazon, you can take care of it now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But dragons are mystical creatures. If you look at that. And so, uh, I can't, I mean, the, I'm floored at how a teenager can write book series of Dragonheart and just the, the dragon writer and things of that nature, just different phenomenas that what if we made peace with our own dragon? Right. And that's my story line of I'm making peace with my dragon, so to speak. And so will that dragon ever come out? Uh, no, because I've dealt with a dragon within my own self. And, and that's part of the reason why I became a therapist is so that I can help others uh, become better and to be able to improve in on my own skills and insights and understanding of who I am. And you said it best, it's about fighting these fears getting getting these fears aside and getting in touch with an inner child allow it to come out and to be expressive and so i shared my story with you and uh what were your thoughts when because you deal with dragons when you say the light language it's you're dealing with an inner light and as a faith-based person light does exist within us and we recognize the light between us. And so, you know, I associated uh, my identity as part of the dragon that was always getting in the way. And I'm finally finding peace with it. What were your thoughts when you were reading that story? I was like, first of all, I was finding like, our stories are very similar and I was seeing how it was like in a way you were coming to peace with yourself like you were coming to you were like the dragons the story was about you getting to know I was picking up on so much and I don't want to give a, I don't want to like um I want to say that I was like whoa this is such a beautiful way to connect and find a way to get to know yourself in a completely different way. And I thought it was interesting how I see dragons and how you see dragons from different perspectives, but then they came together, if that makes sense. Like yeah. how um, the analogy and the mythic story, and I was really enjoying the way that you were telling the story and the way that you took us through this journey and and i really want people to read it because i really enjoyed it and i don't want to give it away so but <laughs> i i literally i started to read it i'm just gonna say that i started to read it i was 
and I stopped and I had to just stop in the middle of the aisle where I was and just read it. And I just had this big grin on my face and I was like cheering you on because I was seeing you as like the hero. And I was loving, I was loving the way that you expressed and the way that it all came together. And now my thoughts, and I was like, I was really excited to get on the phone and do this call with you. And because um, I have, you know, a lot of respect for like how you told the story. And that's, that's, that's where I'm going with it. And, and it was kind of like, in the end of it, I'm like, seeing this like beautiful image of like this dragon and it's just like you know it's interesting that we didn't connect until later on on our facebook private group within our publishing authors and things like that and you mentioned even in your story towards the end that you mentioned dragons within your story as well what was the significance about you tying in dragons into your story well, the dragons really came in uh, a couple of years ago and they've been really, really helping me with feeling more empowered to be myself, be more authentic and having even more strength to show up and be who I am. And, and I just feel like they're such a big part of my story and the way that um, once I started to talk about like the dragons, I started to have to deal with how people were going to react to me mm. with the dragons and all that stuff. Not a lot of people I knew were familiar with dragons and they had this scary concept of dragons. So it's just really like when they came in, I wound up getting, um, attuned to dragon reiki and it just totally opened my world and and so ever since i started connecting with dragons uh for healing for all the things i do my my life just keeps opening up and they just keep sending me all these beautiful experiences and i just feel like it's kind of like everything is connected and oh that's what it was because sometimes i get you know like i said my <laughs> everything <laughs> comes together um it's all about connection and and seeing things from a higher perspective and connecting the dots between the experiences and being like oh you know even though that experience might have felt really painful at the time, it did lead me to X, Y, Z. And it led me to be able to start to see things from a higher perspective and also see others from a higher perspective. And that's kind of, and it all kind of comes together in this journey of self-love. And, and self, and, well, self-love, it's uh, one of the things that I've learned is the only way you can truly and genuinely love someone else is you have to love yourself first mm -hmm. so that you can see the picture of love within itself. And, and love is not a transaction. People think that love is a tit for tat, a, a, 
transactional love when it should be unconditional and mm -hmm. it shouldn't be about a tip for tat. Well, this person did it last. So, uh, you know, it's my turn to jump in. I called last and it's, they, they should be calling me next. And it's, it's not about a tip for tat. Just do it. Right. Live life. Do it from and, the heart, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so when we identify with each other, even in our own writings, <laughs> you and I, we would have never discovered how we written if we didn't open up and talk to one another. I enjoy being able to listen to other people and their perspectives and where they come from. And that's one of the many compliments that, that I appreciate about my clients is that they can walk in my office and they're like, I don't know how you got me to talk. I never talked like this before. And I just word vomited in your office. And I said, that's okay. I'm the janitor of your mess. No worries. We got it <laughs> taken care of, right? There is no judgment uh, because what is there to judge? There's nothing. We all experience things in a different way and sometimes a harsher pain. But you know what? We all are still human beings that if we can learn how to maneuver around our porcupine quills, if you would, <laughs> and we can just start having good times with one another. So what I, would you say about self-love? I do agree that it comes back to loving ourselves unconditionally. I feel like when we can love ourselves more deeply, like in full acceptance that we are, you know, spiritual beings living a human life, then we can see more clearly why we're here and we're here for love. I feel like we're here to learn how to love ourselves more with every breath we take. And the more we love ourselves, we can attract more loving people into our lives mm -hmm. as well. So and more loving experiences. And, you know, and it led to great conversations about what does that mean? And I just, I feel like it's just so all encompassing. And it's, 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 it's like so many packages of gifts, you know, that you get to unwrap over and over. You know? and it, it's true. Self-love is about that gift. You know, uh, the past is the past. The present is the present because we get to open it, right? And enjoy what we can. And then tomorrow, who cares? I want to enjoy now. It's like uh, my grandmother used to say, if you would eat your green peas first, you can enjoy your steak and dessert later. And so, you know, uh, I just never liked green peas. I can eat them in, in uh, fried, um, fried rice, but forget about it on the other occasions. <laughs> but you, you find ways to enjoy life and you find ways of whether it's artistry, whether it's uh, writing, whether it's just talking, exposing one another in a way that's healthy, like you and I come together in these podcasts and just sharing our thoughts with other people. And, and it's in hopes that with our podcast that we can help other people to understand that get in touch with your inner child. Start working with your inner child hurts and give it permission because you're no longer a child anymore. And to live a life of freedom without fear, 
and look at where you're at, Dina. You 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 you've grown exponentially as a person, your artistry, your connectivity with other people. Anything you want to say to our audience uh, before we go? Well, it's funny because you know what? Fear is false evidence appearing real. And we can create our story of love and word by word, you know, our word is good, our word is pure. So we can speak words of love to ourselves and see how that feels. Speak words of love to yourself because why do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm back in the seventies, peace and love, you know? <laughs> I mean, remember that song free to be sometimes I just for fun sing that song free to be free. You know, remember that song free to be. Yeah. You and, me? and we should be free, free to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't want to scare my I, audience I away, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to having you on the show and to our listeners. Thank you for being patient and find ways to get in touch with your inner child right away and being able to write and be free in that expression. Until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind. Thank you.